Are you in a place where you have no commitments, a place that takes no courage and no obedience? Or are you in a place where God is hammering and chiseling at you, allowing him to work on you and place all of your trust in him? Welcome to the Intentional Grounding Godcast. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Coach Dombrowski, and I'm really excited you've decided to join me this week for a few minutes. I know our heavily packed schedules can certainly be challenging, leaving us only a few minutes for ourselves, and if you're striving to become a champion, you know how important it is to be well-rounded in your faith and build character. And that's exactly why I've created this 10-minute or less podcast. We're going to take these next few minutes, be hyper-focused so you can be intentional with your actions this week. If God's going to make us like Jesus... We're going to be taken through everything that Jesus went through, right? Jesus wasn't spared from obstacles. Were there times when Jesus was lonesome? Were there times he was misinterpreted and frustrated by people? Were there times when he was discouraged? Answers to all of these, undoubtedly, yes. Think about it. If God let his own son go through these, wouldn't you think we're going to go through it too? You can count on it. When we go through trials and tribulations, God isn't interested in our comfort. He's interested in our character. So what do we know about comfort? Well, in case you were unaware, which I'm sure you're not, we all have comfort zones, and we have them in all aspects of our lives. Seriously, with everything we do, there's a comfort zone that you can easily step into. And you know the one I'm talking about, that place where we feel the most satisfied, yet it's the place where we're most complacent, strong, confident, and comfortable. I'm certain that each and every one of us wants to be better and achieve more, But really, are we limiting ourselves to how happy and content we are while we're in the comfort zone? How many of you have that one person on your team that you feel isn't carrying their weight, you know, just doing the bare minimum? The player that goes out all night, hanging with friends, putting just about any kind of food in their body for fuel and celebrates with a few adult beverages after practice. The player that does just enough to get by and maybe fly under the radar of the coach. That one teammate you know that has it in them to push themselves to go faster, further, play harder. And I'm not talking about in the game. I'm talking about in practice, you know. Practice is where we are meant to challenge ourselves. Practice is where we run until we can't run anymore. Practice is what sets the tone for how well we play during the game. You know, how well we can endure the mental toughness and physicality that comes with each challenge we're faced with. And what does character look like? Well, let's say we're talking to a high-level collegiate or professional athlete. Now, I know several who can attest to this. When you ask them, how they prepare for their games, I can guarantee most of them will say, well, Don, I get at least eight hours of sleep every night. You know, I drink half of my body weight in water. I eat six meals a day. I avoid alcohol. I weight train for an hour, train for speed and agility for another hour. And for an hour after that, I'll meditate and visualize the the positive impact that I'm going to have while I play. And then they're just getting started. And then you'll hear something like, Well, on top of all that, I spend a minimum of 90 minutes watching film on my previous games as well as my opponent's games. And if you ask them why they study them, you're going to get a bunch of different answers. I study them to know where their weaknesses are, how fast they are, how they generate momentum into the play. And then you may also hear things like, well, I really watched the game to see how I did and how I performed. If my technique was good, if my form was good, you know, to see if I had explosive movements or if, if I misread the play that was developing. Maybe I wasn't in the right spot while a breakaway was forming. You know, those types of things. And when it comes down to it, there's a lot of reasons for how and why winning athletes prepare. They have their eyes set on something better. 
And they're working towards something bigger than themselves, you know, to uphold a legacy for those that came before them and create new legacies for those to follow. Well, now maybe it's time for a change and get out of that comfort zone. Let's look at Ephesians 4 verses 22 to 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. You know, great coaches can really inspire us to change. It's easy for us to see how our players can reach their full potential and encourage you. Somehow, it's just easy for us to see you more clearly than you see yourselves. But you need to be coachable, and there are a few traits that are needed. You have to be passionate about your goals, development, and success. You know, if you don't set goals, you're not going to grow because you have nothing to work towards. And in another area, you have to have a growth mindset. With a growth mindset, you're always searching for new opportunities to learn, acquire new skills, and enrich your current talent. We have to be willing to accept and embrace change. Change allows us to adapt to circumstances and becomes more evolved in our personal growth. We also must be able to accept failure. You know, failure is something that gives us the ability to re-examine and reassess our strategies to achieve our goals. Lastly, and, and most importantly, you have to have God in your life. Can I get an amen on this, right? This is where we as Christians need to step out of our comfort zones and into a challenge zone. It's easy to go through the motions of sport and life without God. You know, it's really easy to fall out of having that daily conversation with him. Sometimes we wake up in the morning or go to sleep without even thanking God for the ability to even play the sport. Earlier, I mentioned a few traits that we needed to have in order to be successful. You have to be passionate about your goals, development, and success. Well, you also need to be passionate about your walk with God. You have to work on your development in learning about God through different vessels, like Bible studies, or this podcast. Like having a growth mindset, you have to cultivate a spiritual growth mindset, which centers God as the foundation of your mindset. This is going to lead to doing all things Christ-like while searching for opportunities to learn and enrich your spiritual lives. You have to be willing to accept and embrace change. While you're accepting of change, you must be able to submit to God's plan for you and seek Him out. Ask Him to be humbled and ask Him for guidance. You must be able to accept failure. It doesn't matter if you failed once or a thousand times. His faithfulness is abundant and His compassion is never-ending. My challenge to you this week, I want you to write down one thing in your life. One thing that you would like to change. And I want you to acknowledge that you are accepting of that change. Write down one or two different ways you can make that change. And then I want you to take it to God in prayer. Pray for him to give you that guidance and that courage while you're making those comforting changes. Lord, thank you for giving us this time today to come together and absorb your word. We're ready to remove our old selves, shed the bad habits and inconsistencies when it comes to communicating with you. We ask that you keep us grounded in your faith. We come to you now with heavy hearts. Heavenly Father, I ask that you provide us with conviction in an area of our lives that we really need work on. Maybe our eating habits, the times we miss with our families, or even more so, the times we've missed growing in your word. We thank you for the opportunity to be shown our failures, and we're grateful that we can learn from you, as we have learned that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In your name we pray, amen. As always, thanks for kicking off the week with me, and if you've enjoyed the Intentional Grounding Godcast, please be sure to save it in your podcast library and join me every Sunday for a new episode. 
The biggest compliment you can give me is to share this podcast with someone who may need to hear it. Your teammates, your families, your coaches, even your opponents. Until next week, be intentional. I'll be praying for you.